Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You have tuned in to the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Many thanks to Mr. Ace Andrews, who will be engineering the show today and taking your calls. We are your guest hosts for today. I am Taiwan, and I am sitting next to the beautiful and the fly Shanae Simmons. We're filling in for Mr. Jim Brangenberg today and Martha. We love you guys. Now, check out the latest on the www.iworkforhim.com website. While you are out there, please prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. I Work For Him is on the air so that you and I know how to engage the loss in the workplace. You see, our workplace is our mission field. And in that mission field, you and I, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. Most of us need a paradigm shift in our minds in order to recognize our workplace as our mission field. Romans 12 verse 2 talks about this. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So every day we are going to take a different approach to looking at the way you and I think about our faith at work. Today we are talking about friendship. All right. And we are looking to have a wonderful discussion today. I've got my ace with me. So I believe that we're going to have an awesome, awesome show. Uh, Hey, everybody. This is Shanae. I'm super excited to join you today. And we are blessed that Jim has entrusted us with this time. So, yes, as Taiwan said, we're talking about friendship and marriage, how important it is and the things that we should consider when we're talking about being friends and marriage. But before we get started on that hot topic, I really like to take a moment to ask you, Taiwan, a question. Well, you're looking hot today. Oh, thank you. Well, let me ask you this question. Can I do that? (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, excellent. What have you seen? Christ do in your life recently that revealed the ongoing work he's doing in your life? Wow, that's a loaded question. Well, uh, I believe that Christ is working on my heart and really working on my diligence. Uh, I've been so blessed and fortunate over these past three months. I've had some prophecies that have manifested. And one of the things that has come out of that is uh, one of the brothers has asked me to be his mentor. And uh, that was really, really tremendous. And it was a testament to my time in the Word and the time that I'm spending and building my relationship with God, because it's all about Christ. So when you have someone to call you and say, hey, would you be my mentor? It's because of the Christ that they're seeing on you and not necessarily what you're doing. So I'm really, really blessed by that. 
Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. What about yourself, Shanae? What are some of the things that uh, God has done for you in your life? Man, God is faithful, and every day is a a wonderful day, another gift that he's given us. I had an opportunity to follow up on some medical stuff today, and everything came back clean. Hallelujah. You know, his stripes say that I am healed, and I stand on that every day. And recently, we had an opportunity to meet some wonderful people who have shown us favor. Yes, And we're so grateful for that. We'll get to talk about that a little bit later, but God just (laughs) continues to show himself to us continuously. I watched a commercial on Facebook not too long ago with a young lady from um, the uh, recent movie and it was talking about God doesn't retire. Right. You can't fire him. You know, right. This is so awesome when you think about that. Absolutely. He's awesome. So I won't go on and preach about that, but <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that God is faithful. That's all right. Continue you to you find when you him. preach now. Oh, you know. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> stay humble. All right. We just want to go ahead and let people know that God is faithful. We'll continue to showcase that as we're talking about about the topic today, friendship, how God shows up in our marriage and how how his faithfulness in our lives can help us be faithful to one another. Absolutely. And, and another thing, as uh, I'm just really thinking about that question, like I said, such a loaded question. But as I'm thinking about it, I'm really thinking about all of the things that that go along with the process that God takes you through, which is you know patience and you know, as you know, we have a patient builder at home right now. Oh, yes. <laughs> and so patience has really been something that God has been working on me with and, and really learning how to not react and respond to everything that you see visually, because we know and trust that the, the actual warfare is not here in the natural. It is actually in the spiritual. We so, talked about that last night, didn't we? About yes. you know when we when we pray. Today is Tuesday, and at the Get in Touch Network, we pray at seven o'clock in the morning for marriages. And you and I were discussing how we have to be careful to be patient, even in the assignment that God gives us. That's and, right, and not to be. Um, uh, discouraged by things that we see, the numbers, you know, maybe you want to reach 5,000, but right. today only 400 got on. All and right. just making sure that we don't get caught up in those things and walking by sight instead of being patient, letting God have his perfect work in our life and in our ministry. So super, 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 super Yeah, excited. absolutely. And since you mentioned the ministry, we're just going to ask everybody to, to check us out. Uh, we have Morning Prayer Get in Touch Network yes. prayer line. That is 7 a.m. on Tuesday mornings. And we are just going before the Lord, praying for your marriage. And we intercede for you. And we ask God to come into your marriage and make those things that you're praying for Reality, And we want to know what you're praying for. Help Absolutely. us let, help us pray for you. Tell us what you need so we can join you. The word says if two or more are gathered in his name. So give us those those prayer requests and we want to intercede for you. Absolutely. And you can go to www.getintouchnetwork.com and you can join our subscription list. We promise we're not going to spam you. We actually just want to make sure that you're on a list so that when updates are coming up and when we've got things going on, we can send that out to you so you know exactly what's going on in the ministry so we've got a survey that you actually can fill out and return it and it's actually just going to prepare us to go before the lord on your behalf all right today we are talking about friendship but before we jump into the topic uh shanae i appreciate your question earlier and i just have a question for you certainly all right now how does your work give you a unique vantage point into the brokenness of the world wow what a, what a major question um for those of you who uh don't know i'm a mental health counselor licensed therapist in the <laughs> area and so i get a unique opportunity to see the brokenness um in a world in a very very vivid way 
um, as a therapist, I'm exposed to people in their most vulnerable situations. A lot of times I get an opportunity to talk with people and help them walk work through some personal and private despair and what amazes me is the amount of individuals that actually they know God they they do know God they profess Christ and they desire to be faithful in the kingdom of God but they still struggle to see his light manifest in their lives in their day-to-day lives and you know you know this because you work so closely with me yeah doc <laughs> you know actually uh if you all don't know this is actually Dr. Shanae so she is a doctor in her field and yeah absolutely I know but uh, academic doctor. Acad- academic doctor absolutely so <laughs> so go ahead elaborate that's that's pretty profound but elaborate a little bit more on that well you know people come and they, they they struggle like I said they struggle to see God's light the things in his word that are promised to us the peace that's promised to us the prosperity that's promised to us the healing that is promised to us they struggle to see that on a day-to-day basis and unfortunately sometimes when they are are faithful in their respective congregations they're not necessarily hearing things that make them feel good about struggling in that area a lot of times they feel shame and condemned because their lives don't mirror what the word says and so as a result they seem like they're doing something wrong. And so I have the unique opportunity to come alongside them, almost like a personal coach, to balance the things that they see and what they know are promised to them in the kingdom of God, in the word of God, and give them an integrated approach between the, the things that we learn about human behavior and human nature and how the mind works, along with the word, what the word promises. You know, I, I tease all the time that the Bible is cognitive behavioral therapy. And Anybody who's in the mental health field understands what I'm talking about. And so the Bible is the root of that. And what it does is it challenges you to reflect on what your thoughts are so you can control your behaviors and use your speech to do those things as well. And that's a that's a, a, a layman's version of what it is. But the Bible, te- the pastor says, the Bible teaches mind control. Right, And right, so exactly, right. that's kind of what cognitive behavior therapists are intending to do, help you control your mind so you can control the rest of your life. Okay, well, what would you say, Dr. Shanae, to people who say, well, how can you integrate Christ and, and Jesus into mental health, into your practice? That's supposed to be uh, natural and that's based on things, uh, according to many professionals, that have nothing to do with the Bible. What would you say to those people? Um, I would say the word says study to show yourself approved. And so you would want to study that the disciplines before making that kind of a statement. Um, <laughs> if it's true, then God's at the center of it. If it's true, then God, it, it has to be connected to God because God is truth. And so if it's working and we have evidence that it works, uh-huh. and we, we need to evaluate whether or not at the root of the strategy uh-huh. is a biblical principle. Uh-huh. So I, you study to show yourself approved. I had a little more space in here, I do a two-step. okay okay well Well, that's good that's good like i said you you've seen you you work alongside with me and you hear some people actually tell you directly some of the reasons why they're calling and so you understand how challenging some of the the scenarios can be absolutely i always say that i have my degrees vicariously through you and i appreciate that (laughs) absolutely well, anyway, so at this point, we are we, we're talking about some of the brokenness in the world. We're talking about some of the things that I encounter as a clinician. Yeah. Uh, one of the th- this very topic that you and I are talking about comes up very regularly as well. Friendship. You right. Know? Right. Friendship is is um, over. Um, 
I think it's 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 not really given the time and the consideration is necessary. Loose it's one, word. One, yeah, very loosely used. And we a lot of you and now in the space of Facebook, right? right. People have millions of friends. Right. It's right. ridiculous. They actually, <laughs> actually think that they have real friends, right. and it, they've never seen these people before. And, and it could be a generate a computer generated right. situation. I will friend you exactly. Right. You know, you and I talk all the time how we get these automated generated um, attempts to kind of hack us right and then we start replying back to them and oh in we have a good time with that systematic ways to get them to leave us alone right and right. so in this in this in this season in our nation where there's a lot of automation a lot of technology a very fast-paced instant microwave society people have forgotten how to really be a true friend right and if if anywhere you should know how to be a true friend Certainly, you should know how to do that in your marriage. Uh oh, you're bringing it the in. The person that you have to live with, sleep with, cook for, go, you know, be there to death do you part. At least the traditional way. I mean, that's that's <laughs> what I know. I don't I don't know if people are not subscribing to the tradition, but that's that's where you need to practice how to be a good friend. How 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 dare you know? We always say, how dare you treat somebody outside of your home better than you treat somebody in your home? We do so say that. You, you have to learn how to practice, how to be a good disciple with the person you lay down with every night. How do you go out and go witness in the grocery store and at a gas station? And then you go home and you, and you can't stand each other. Right. So this is what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about the importance of communication. Oh, I'm excited open communication open communication you know recreational fun yeah having fun together right some accountability you gotta have accountability in there and trust and support and you know these are things you and i talk about on a regular basis right right right. and so we're praying that we're able to share some of the nuggets that we we've learned some things the hard way we've learned some things from watching and you know we 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 decided to learn some things straight from the word so we wouldn't have it so difficult uh in the future so well, yeah you know what we thought it was important enough a topic that we actually put it in our book and uh, so we'll be talking about that a little later on absolutely and uh, friendship is one of those things that uh, is so loosely used. Uh, when when I was a kid, my, my grandmother always told me, boy, you'd be lucky if you have two friends in your life. And, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't really understand the value of that. But then as I got older, I began to really evaluate what I what I said to myself, that crazy lady was saying, but she really has some wisdom. Absolutely. You know, it was wisdom in, in saying that because the Bible talks so much uh, about the value of friends and the value of friendship. So now um, Proverbs 17 and 17, Shanae, what does that say? It says a friend loveth at all times and a brother is born for adversity. <laughs> That's a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> Some, yeah, <laughs> adversity. Wow. It's interesting that that um that we read we talk about that in this moment. It was, we just you and I just finished having a conversation right before we came, and we saw somebody uh, posted on Facebook that you know they were unfortunately deciding to end their marriage, right, and at the right. end of the post it said love wasn't enough. Mm. And I got a little frustrated with that because sure. you know what, love is enough. Hallelujah. Christ's love is enough to save us. That's right. Christ's love. 
love is enough to, you know, help us do the things that we need to do on a day-to-day basis. Why isn't it enough to help save somebody's marriage? That's right. The word says, a friend loveth at, at all, all times. times. Well, all I times. think if we use the right definition of loveth, right. we would be able because, to sustain our marriages. Right. Because Don't you think Christ, that? Because Christ is love. He is love. And he says all things are possible all through Christ Jesus. So if we are actually laying the foundation of our marriage on Christ Jesus, Come on. and we understand that with him all things are possible, there's nothing too hard, nothing there's no situation, there's no circumstance, there's no deficit, there's nothing that is too hard for God and for Christ to overcome if we believe that. Right. And so, you but know. But the thing is, people are not using his definition of right, love, right, right? right? You know, it says it covers, love covers a multitude of sin, right? It sure does. It, it suffers long. It's not hardy. It's not, you know, it's not ill-tempered. It thinks the best of people. That's right. And people forget his definition of love. Well, I got to tell you, I, uh, I'm so grateful and thankful that I, I know you must love me. You know it. Because <laughs> we've had some stories about some some challenges that we've had to face coming 22 up. 22 years worth. That's right. 22 <laughs> years and in, in, in counting. Yes. And, you know, for us, it's uh, divorce is not an option. Not an option. And so well, when. What was that word you used? Uh, which one? You used a, I thought you used a D word. Divorce? The, is, I is, I, what's that word mean? Yeah, I, I have no clue. I don't know what it means. Either. I mean, I, I'm throwing it out there because a lot of people use it. However, it's not an option. I don't know what the word is. Yeah. So okay. it, it's not something that really gets a lot of play in our household. Not our marriage vocabulary. And that's right. And we've had some drag out, uh, take you out fights in, in our home. I told you about using that word. People <laughs> have a visual. People have a visual about what? The word fight? Yeah. We're not fighting. Well, that's because you're We're from the Bronx. We're exchanging language and words well, and vocabulary and statements and thoughts. Just because you say the word fight means physical doesn't mean that everybody else well, does. Well, let's just be clear. We're not talking about that. Okay, okay. Because we know some folks who have had a fight, but they've never laid hands and they've never swung. They've never put their hands on each other at all in their 44 years of marriage. Well, I'm just saying. Right. In this day and age right. where the, the world is faced with a lot of aggression and violence, right. we want to make sure that nobody thinks that the Simmonses at the Get In Touch Network are having physical fights. Okay, okay. Amen. So, amen, amen. So we're not talking about physical fighting. Because friends don't fight. That's right, that's right. They may have a disagreement. Yeah. And actually, in, in our video, we just did a video on Facebook over the weekend. It was talking about friendship. And that's one of the key points that we highlighted and we highlighted the fact that, hey, we're not talking about a physical fight, but we talked about fighting fair right? in, in your, your marriage. So, you know, we don't think for one second that 100 percent of the time you're always going to agree in your marriage. However, it's always good to make sure that you have some rules and, and some lays out. So if you had an not had an opportunity to go on Facebook, check out Fighting Fair. It's also on YouTube, on our uh, YouTube channel as well. All right. So we were talking about friendship. Uh, and so, Sinead, 
in our discussion, I mean, you were hitting on some great points about uh, communication and some of the things that we can do to kind of build on our friendship. Can well, you? well, actually, we 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 kind of got sidetracked to make sure people didn't think there was domestic violence going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. But but all of that really represents adversity. It, it came from the scripture in terms of a friend loving at all times and making sure that we're using the agape love that is described in the book uh, of the, uh, the uh, Corinthians. And so with respect to being friends in marriage, it's important to recognize it's not always going to be easy. We we definitely already alluded to that. And if we're friends with one another, then that means you know how to support each other. Amen. You know how to communicate. Amen. If you feel like you can communicate, being being vulnerable is risky sometimes. And it's important to be able to create an atmosphere where your spouse can be vulnerable with you. And, you know, you and I have a whole Work lot of in progress. conversations yes, about this. Yes, yes. Work in progress. <laughs> we're always we're always battling and uh, really defending ourselves and battling ourselves and our flesh when it comes to being vulnerable. Yes. And when it comes to uh, allowing uh, those those layers to come off and, and sometimes it's great. And, and sometimes it's a challenge, but I, I, I thank God and bless God that you're patient with me and, and you with me. <laughs> and then we actually are able to get through that. And then I'm reminded of Proverbs 18 and 24 as well when we're talking about this. And it reads, uh, the man of many friends, a friend of all the world will prove himself a bad friend. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And that is in the amplified version. And so when when I think about that, you know, I just think about the when you're connected to your marriage, you know, being being a friend, uh, where are you going? You know, disagreements happen. Where are you going? You're, we're in this thing together. You know, your marriage is supposed to be till death do us part. So ain't nowhere for you to go. So you might as well work this thing out. And in the book, we actually have. A, a little excerpt from our book that we wrote and it's uh, phenomenal kind of speaks to this and I'm just going to read it it's from the friendship chapter in, in the book it says with your other friends you've accepted the differences about them and respect them because you don't have to deal with them all of the time you pray for them oh God open their eyes touch them in the mighty name of oh sha 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 rabba dabba tic tac toe you know that's tongues <laughs> So that they and so what you're saying is, is that it's them and you can put up with that because it's their issue. It's something wrong with them, your friends. And I'm just going to pray for them. Now, what you really want to say, though, is, Lord, stop them from getting on my nerves. A major difference here is you live with this friend. And so in living with your, your spouse, your husband or your wife, uh, it's so different because you, you can't walk away all the time. Sometimes you got to get in there and you got to deal with that situation and you got to work it out because it has an impact on who's sleeping where. So, <laughs> somebody sleeping on a couch if we don't get this right. So what's some of the things that you think about when you, you think about just uh, our relationship as far as uh, our friendship? Uh, talk a little bit about that. Well, you and I? Yes. Well, we've come a long way, but I think the, the important thing for us to know is that we started out as friends. Um, yes, absolutely. We we started out having transparent conversations. Yes. We started out being vulnerable, uh, which was based on some unique yet common um, background facts, <laughs> to put, that, <laughs> put, th put it that way. Absolutely. And so we started out that way, and 
it's important to recognize what draws you together. You know, a lot of times you 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 in a work situation, you meet somebody, you like each other, and you become friends. You're in a community, somebody's next door neighbor, you have some kind of commonality, and you have friends. It's important to explore what the commonality of your friendship is rooted in. Oh, right. Because right. if that thing changes. Then your relationship is subject to change. The quality of your friendship is subject to change, and you and I have had a lot of conversations about that this oh, year yeah, as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, people change, they grow, yes. they they pursue other things, and let's not even talk about if you became friends or you became you got married before you found God, right? Because right, right. that was our case. <laughs> we we got together before we before we found God, and so you know it's important to understand that the quality and and the extent your of your friendship in and out of marriage can change based on your growth and your season. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Third party interference. Uh, I've been telling you, uh, one of the things that I'm reminded of when you kind of talked about that Shanae is, you know, uh, being not saved and being saved and having certain friends, uh, you know, third party interference. This could be like the friends that you've had in your life forever. You grew up with them. It can be your in-laws, uh, your children can be third party interference. Uh, anything that creates distraction uh, in your marriage or potentially could create that distraction. So uh, the the power of intentions is kind of what you were just getting at and the impact it has on other people uh, that say they're your friend. I, I remember when we were getting together, we had purposed that we were going to make this thing work. And so I think where we were friends was because we were intentional about being friends. We were intentional about making sure that we learned about each other. And I believe that we built a great foundation. So we're going to ask uh, some questions to our listening audience. And we want you to chime in, call in and, and answer this. Uh, is your spouse your best friend and why? Was it, was it that way from the beginning? Did it develop over time? How do you maintain a friendship as you grow and change together? Uh, we'll come back and ask that question again. Uh, we've got to take a break here. And so we have been talking about friendship. Check us out online, www.iworkforhim.com or on Facebook, I Work For Him. You are listening to I Work For Him with your guest hosts, Taiwan and Shanae Simmons. All right. Check us out on our channel on YouTube at the Get In Touch Network. Visit our Facebook at the Get In Touch Network, Twitter at Get In Touch, exclamation point, and our website, www.getintouchnetwork.com. And we just want to reiterate that we do have that giveaway. So we're looking for that caller to call in. Caller number eight gets it. And we're, we're almost there. So uh, let's have somebody call in. All right. Let's get right back into it, Shanae. Um, we were just talking about some questions that we want to ask the listening audience. And we're asking you guys to chime in. Uh, what are those questions, Shanae? Well, the question is, is your spouse your best friend and why? What is it? Um, that you do to maintain your friendship as you grow and change and how do you how do you develop your friendship over time okay okay well <clears throat> let's answer those questions ourselves which, which one you want to take i want to take uh is your spouse your best friend and why okay you are my best friend praise the lord you know we talked a little bit about the fact that uh we we work so hard uh when we met each other, as you alluded to, there were so many things that were in common. So it was really a blessing that we could really talk about stuff. And, and you really understood me. I really understood you. And uh, I think that some people have had that experience. I'm going to go out on a limb and say some some marriages have that foundation. Uh, I think that there are so many that do not have that foundation where they've been friends in the beginning of that relationship.
relationship or they have that type of level of of bond and connection so um what about the uh fact that um in the beginning uh for some people uh, it may have not been that way what about you know time how do you develop that over time uh, dr shanae how do you maintain a friendship as uh, both of you are growing and change because you alluded to that earlier as well that people are changing and they evolve so how do you develop that well, you know, um, you and I, we met, we were kids, 18, 19 years old. And so definitely we've, we've changed over the years. I think one of the key um, variables that will help a relationship thrive over the long term is honesty, trust, and open communication. Yeah, yeah. You know, being selfless is incredibly important yes um you know you have watched me this year kind of experience some challenges in some of my other relationships and i think one of the things that really has helped to prevent me from throwing it in a towel is is giving the space that the person needs to adjust and and do what they need to do in that season right and right. not taking everything personal that's right you know when people grow and and change and their the things in their life change their time with you changes their need for you changes their desire to do the things that they did with you changes and that's no different in a marriage right. you know you and i've been together for several years and I've been in school for most of our marriage. Thank you for your patience <laughs> and, I've, and your support, understanding and all of that. And you've held the fort down and you've raised the kids. You know, role of changes have happened continuously in our lives. You've been, you know, lawyer, uh, doctor, uh, educator. You know, you've, you've been all those things. And so that's because you saw that there was something that God was doing in my life and you believed in that and you supported that well you weren't the only one that got a degree now i told you earlier i got my degree vicariously <laughs> that's true <laughs> vicariously <laughs> you also got your own that's right advanced degree absolutely well in progress as right well. right absolutely. So, absolutely but it's the the idea is that you uh you give the individual the space that they need to go through their metamorphosis right in this section of our hour we're going to term if you're my best friend. So if you're my best friend, and so you should be asking folks, listeners on, on the line here, uh, if you're my best friend, what are some of the things that your best friend uh, would be able to do or not do? So if you're my best friend, you invest time in me. Yes. Right? If you're my best friend, you pray for me. Yes. You encourage me. Absolutely. If you're my best friend, you value my opinion. Not just when it's what you want to hear. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we sure can get that next up. All right. If you're my best friend, you alluded to this one earlier. You trust me. Especially when I say something that you don't want to hear. Uh, we will back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that true? I, I, it's getting hot in here. No, it's, it's, it's not I feel just the you. heat on my neck all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. But that's in any relationship. A absolutely. If absolutely. you trust somebody, if you know someone loves you and you have embraced them into the, you know, uttermost parts of your heart. Right. Then why would you discard them when they say something that you don't like? That's right. That's as, right. as long as you know, if you know the heart, you know, the heart of that person is for you, is for your well-being. They love you and they want the best for you. If they say something that doesn't you don't like or doesn't agree with where you the direction you were going. 
doesn't it at least warrant a reflection, mm. a consideration? Yes. I mean, God says things to us all the time yes, that we does. don't like. So maybe we discard him and his words, too. Mm. Hope not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, I'm going to move on. You might be starting on. something you right there. You said, if you're my best friend. Uh-huh. If you're my best the friend. The next one. Well, this one is pretty doggone important. Yes. I'm going to let you say this one. Don't push my buttons. <laughs> don't push my buttons. What well, does that mean? Well, don't provoke. Don't provoke. Well, yes. uh, every uh, couple knows, every husband and every wife knows exactly what to say, how to say it, and when to say it to get on your husband or your wife's nerves. And boy, we have that in our pocket. Well, we have it waiting. As soon as you say something that I don't like, uh, if we're not saved the right way at that particular time and moment, it comes right on out the pocket. Bam. And I just cut you unnecessarily. So and those buttons, uh, I tell you, they provoke. But can I say that? Can I jump in here sure. for a moment? You know, this is where the growth is important as well. We have to be individually responsible for our own growth. That's right. Now, when you and I got together, uh-huh. I was really a tight wad. Uh-huh. I hope I don't offend nobody with that. But uh-huh. I'm talking about myself. Yeah, come on. I was really high minded about myself. Very serious. I took myself very serious. You sure did. And you helped to show me that I really wasn't all that. I mean, I was, you know. An awesome woman. Yes, you were. However, with respect to taking myself so seriously, you helped me to see that, you know, life is, I'm going to cause myself to have a stroke and face looked like she was always sucking on lemons. I can't get it together. And so when we say don't touch, don't push people's buttons, there's not to be malicious about that thing and and not to intend to hurt people. Right. But we're talking about, you know, being mindful and operating in love it is okay to have fun it is okay to jest and now gratefully i am able to meet you right where you dish it out that's right and i well, can, I can take rock it. with the most of yeah. the most of those individuals who want to i can have a good time i'm grateful for that Amen. but it took some growth yes. and i thank you that you had that patience with me to get there i used to always tell you like girl what you so what you so evil about life is serious <laughs> what you so evil about <laughs> and, and and bless the lord i thank god that uh again uh your your role as my help meet has been really to balance me because this other side of that is that everything ain't a joke everything ain't funny right you know everything ain't game however the word does say laughter does good like a medicine like a medicine so i think that there was some wisdom in that thing and our pastor talks about that all the time so if you can laugh at yourself you can laugh at each other in your marriage and you understand that god's got you God has a provision. He has all the answers. So when you're upset and you're serious and you don't know what's going to happen, we do our best to to make it a habit of praying and, and confessing the word of God and saying, you know what? Uh, this looks like a job for El Shaddai. El Shaddai. And we just want to focus on uh, pulling ourselves out of the equation and inserting Christ into the situation. So if we do that, then we can kind of, you know, dust our hands off and say, OK, God, you know what? We was just upset with each other. But you know what? We're not going to do this while the enemy is on a couch, as our pastor says, with the remote control, eating a bonbon. We actually going to make sure that we take control of this and we're not going to be at each other's throat anymore. So the key is 
laugh with, That's not right. at <laughs> each other. How about that? Absolutely. Laugh with, not at. And, and laughter is part of having fun. And yep. the whole point of having a friend, most people want to have fun. You don't find friends that be bored with. <laughs> I right. hope not. Right, right, right. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to just take this opportunity. Shanae, you know, we've we've been blessed and fortunate that over this past year, this is actually our, our second time on the show. And again, we want to thank, thank Jim and Martha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we, we're so blessed uh, and honored that we've had this second opportunity. And so God has really been moving and given us an opportunity to do some things in other states. And we're also doing some things. So why don't you update us on kind of what the Get in Touch Network has coming up? Oh, wow. So Get in Touch Network. We have had the opportunity, like we said earlier, to to be, what, about six months on the prayer line. We're looking to continue to reach into other states. I, I forget what the total number is now, the states. And, uh, and we're in uh, 12 states and in four countries. Absolutely. So we're looking to get to all 50 states. We're challenging uh, those people who follow us to help us get the book in all 50 states. We're, yes. we're excited about that. We have the wonderful opportunity to speak on a cruise yes. in 30 30 days. 30 days. 30 days. Yeah. Or is it 29? Mm-hmm. 31. In 30 days. We're going to be on a cruise talking to some married folks. That's right. And so we're super excited about that. And that just reminds us that we have the wonderful opportunity of being with Jim and Martha next year. Yes. On yes, their cruise. So if yes. you haven't already gotten your, your slot, you definitely want to book your spot for that cruise. That's right. You Go to iWorkForHim.com and make sure that you get yourself pre-registered. Uh, for that cruise that's coming up next year, we're really excited. We couldn't go last year, but uh, this year we're definitely gonna, uh, you know, make sure that we get there. Well, well, I should we, say this year, but next year. Last this year. Well, I'm talking about physically. Yeah, oh, our okay. book was there. We, we went, went and there. our videos went. And our videos went. Yes, so, we but, did. But that's not the same as us being. There. We will be there in spirit and in truth. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we are planning some great uh, activities, a team builder to come up, and we're excited about that definitely want to go to our website www.getintouchnetwork.com for those things as they come up and the most significant thing the thing that has my waking days and my restless nights (laughs) is the preparation Uh for our 20 year vow renewal we are super excited about that and we're getting ready my god we're getting Uh ready to empty nest and we're down one child one child left behind (laughs) in the Simmons home yeah I know the educators say no child left behind but we say one child child left left behind behind. in the Simmons home so the top Topic of friendship is very relevant to us these days. <laughs> we know that we're going to have less distraction real well I, soon enough. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, I, you know, I can't put my well, countdown on just yet because well, we, that's our we're going to be patient. Yeah, that's we, our patience building. That's right. right we're going to be patient about that. We, However, we nevertheless, are definitely looking forward. We will see the quality of our friendship when the kids are gone. Absolutely. Okay, we have to take a quick break here. You have been listening to your guest host Taiwan and Shanae. All right. We're talking about friendship. Check us out online at www.iworkforhim.com or on Facebook, I Work For Him. You are listening to I Work For Him with your guest hosts, Taiwan and Dr. Sinead, who are filling in for Jim and Martha Bringing Work. Thanks for listening, Tampa Bay and around the world. And today we've been talking about friendship in marriage. Okay, let's get right back to it. So, Sinead, we're kind of talking a little bit here about 
our exciting, exciting time. Oh, Valrenor? Yes. Oh, my yes. goodness. <laughs> I'm so super, super excited. Uh, you know, we've been together for 20 years, married, that is. Right. And we four children down, two grandchildren, and, you know, a college Less student. Less than fortunate, yes. And a, a college senior, a young college senior. Yeah, absolutely. And so we've seen a lot. We've seen multiple jobs. We've seen multiple businesses. We've seen multiple ministries. And so this is an opportunity for us to celebrate. The fact that we are tenacious in this thing, that we are sticking it in and we're sticking it to the devil. That's right. We're going to shout Amen. and have a phenomenal time. It's <laughs> going to be a gorgeous event. It's going to be celebratory right smack in the holiday season between Christmas and New Year's. And no, I did not bribe you to get married to me on that day yeah well we don't have enough time to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> well what i'll say is absolutely hallelujah and we just want y'all to understand uh listening viewers and, and listeners uh we are excited and we thank god for what we've been able to accomplish in, in 22 years and so uh, hopefully you are excited and encouraged about what you've been able to accomplish in your marriage as well and so we celebrate marriages and that includes our own marriage and we're celebrating all the marriages that we're connected to and we believe that God wants to showcase your marriage. He wants to showcase you and that your own individual tests are testimonies for so many people all over the world. So, Shanae, as we wrap this thing up, what are some of the things that when you think about friendship and marriage, what are some of the things that uh, you want us to take away? Well, I mean, I've been I've been really clear about the fact that we have to be comfortable being transparent. It's funny when we were doing the prayer this morning, you got excited about the fig leaves yeah. in Genesis, yes, and I've yes. recently written an article about the fig leaves. The fig leaves represent our challenge with being vulnerable and transparent. You know, Adam and Eve they covered up because they became aware right. that they were naked. Well, and, I was I was excited about being naked. Actually. Well, you know what? Right. That's too, that's too much for the live audience. <laughs> okay, okay. We, 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 you know, they were ashamed. They right. were ashamed. And in spite of knowing that God is omnipotent and, and omniscient, they covered up. And right. so we have to make sure that in the liberty of Christ, we don't cover up. Right. But that we cover one another right. in prayer, in right. a seed, be, be trustworthy right. so that we can be trusted. And again, I say, have fun. Have fun. Yeah, Laughter doeth good, good like, like a, a medicine. medicine. Right. And support each other. Help each other accomplish goals. Goals set together. Uh, cast your vision to, yes. together. You know, the word says that where there's no vision, the people prosper and pull off restraints. So your marriage. Perish. Yes, right. <laughs> they perish yes. and, and they cast off restraints. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, your, your, your marriage should be one of the, the first places that you're actually uh, setting goals together, you know, and you should be working on your friendship on a consistent basis. And, and we do that. So, you know, make sure that your relationship, you know, brings God glory in every area of your life. All right. As we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, I just want to thank you all for listening to I Work For Him today. Thanks to our boy Ace for his support today and for handling the controls with precision. Thanks to our show sponsors. Find out more about them on and us on iWorkForHim.com. Now, when you get home today, please take time to go out to our website, iWorkForHim.com. Please consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. All right. So as we wrap up today, we are so grateful and thankful. Uh, this is the 
end of our show. Thank you so much for being with us. God bless you and have a great day.